We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives Until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize Come on down I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame Come on down I'll make a deal just let me spin the wheel Come on down To win a million bucks all you need is a little luck And thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects all right, welcome back to another episode of Come On Down, the game show podcast hosted by me, John Baker. And Jonathan Motney. Today's episode, we are going to talk about a show called The Joker's Wild. Another show that's had a few and incarnations. wild. It is wild. It is, it's also a joke. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, that was... I, Hot take right off the I bat. I don't know if that made any sense. Um, anyway, The Joker's Wild was a show... Uh, that originally aired from 1972 to 75 mm-hmm. on CBS. It was hosted by by an old friend of ours. Old friend. And by that I mean um, a guy who died before we were born, but yeah. we've talked about on a previous podcast, uh, that being Jack Barry. Jack Barry from um, 21. Yes, the the host of, of the infamous... Uh, scandalous. Scandalous show, 21. Um, it, was, it was created by him... Produced with uh, his production partner uh, Dan Enright, same who, guy involved in the same 21s, guy in the Twenty One scandal. scandal. Uh, as far as we know, this one was not rigged. However, uh, it was just straight up entertaining. However, on its this own. one is similar to a casino game, so high probability it was rigged. Okay, fair enough. Um, it is the deck is stacked against you, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, so the Joker's Wild worked. Um, Fairly basically, um, there were five categories per show, mm-hmm. um, and they would tell you the five categories before the show. Those were all on a um, a casino slot machine, yeah, a three with three windows. Um, and so the way the show worked was uh, there were two contestants competing against each other. One contestant would pull the lever; it would. Um, and there were the five categories as well as a joker. Which was wild. Which was wild on on each of the three uh, windows, potentially. Um, so you spun, and if uh, whatever three choices came up, whatever three categories, you could choose any of them that came up on the wheel mm-hmm. to answer the question. If it appeared once uh, out of the three, it was worth... Um, 50 points yeah, or $50. 50 dollars, yeah. Um, if it appeared twice, it was worth a hundred dollars. And if it appeared, uh, all Thrice. three, it was $200 and you got, uh, a bonus. If it was what they called a natural triple, meaning you made it with no jokers, because remember the joker is wild. Uh, meaning you could use the joker to pair with any of the other categories that came yeah, up to, to, to multiply right. your cash prize. Right. So if the category was us history, um, and you got U.S. history, U.S. history Joker. Uh, you would do U.S. history for 200. Um, strategically, because if you miss the question, the other person can steal. Yeah. They can answer the question and steal the monetary value. So sometimes people wouldn't want to use the Joker uh, because, because if they missed it and their opponent got it right, they could get to $500 first, which won yeah. the game. Um, so using strategy, you might not um, want to use the Joker. Um, but you could use the Joker to 
bump up from 50 to 100 or from 100 to uh, 200. You could also just straight up play the Joker as kind of a, a random. Uh, yeah, and it would just give you uh, give you a different. Well, you could choose question. one of any of the categories. Didn't have to be right. It didn't have to be. If if there was one with two and one with one, you could choose the one with one if you yeah. wanted to. If you felt it was a stronger category, or again, if you were worried that your opponent gets a hundred dollars from getting it right if you miss it, yeah. and could potentially win the game. Um, if you uh, rolled three jokers, then you got a question that was completely separate, not of these five categories. Yeah. And if you got this question right, game over, you win 500 smackaroonies. The game ends. It's over, you win. You're the champion, my friend. Um, So that is the basic premise of the Joker's Wild. Sure. There was also a a bonus round for the winner afterwards. It changed a little bit bit throughout the years, but for the majority of its run, it was called uh, the Face the Devil bonus round. Yeah. Um, so now you had a wheel, um, with again, the three potential windows on it, but now there were, um, $6 values as well as a devil. And so it went from like 25, 50, 75, 100, 200, 250 or something along those lines. And then devil. And the goal was to spin the wheel. Um, and you got the combined dollar value of whatever you rolled. So mm-hmm. you roll 50, 150, 200, um, you get $400. Again, that math was done mentally. Thank you. Um, you get $400. And at that point you choose, do I want to spin again? Or do I want to stop and walk away with this $400 bonus on yeah. top of the $500 that I won from the game? Um, and if you continue on, and you roll and a devil comes up, you lose everything. You lose all the money you've accumulated uh, to that point in the bonus round. Um, the devil take, he takes all your money? The devil takes all your money. And what does he go to? A Prada store or some shit? Okay. Uh, so this has been Come On Down. Uh, we'll see you guys next <laughs> week. ruined the whole podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, you lose all your money if the devil pops up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this was another game show where the winner is the reigning champion and will come back again to face a new challenger for the next um, episode. So you can accumulate this money over time. I watched, you know, an episode where, because again, there would usually be two contests per episode back in these days. They got through it quickly. They cycle through the competitors and this was on every day of the week. This uh, ultimately had like 1200 episodes or something along those lines. Uh, It was on forever. Uh, because it originally ran from CBS from 72 to 75. It then aired uh, in syndication from 77 to 86. Um, and then there was a brief revival in 1990 that failed miserably. Yeah. And it was canceled before the first season was over. And then another one in 2017. Yeah, we'll get to that for yeah, sure. Um, and so you could you could come back as the, uh, as, as the defending champion and, and you could accumulate all this money. Again, the episode I saw, a guy stopped at like 8.50 because he was a coward um and then the next episode he got to like 725 and stopped again again wow. because he was a coward or maybe a genius i don't know yeah, probably sometimes they would let you uh if you stopped you'd get a free roll it's kind of like uh kind of like rabbit hunting in uh in poker you just get that, like you, you, you just get, get to, to see, see like, whether the devil would have come oh. up or not to justify whether you made the right decision 
Um, if you're ever in that situation, you always say no. You never want to know. What's, what's the benefit? You never from want. Seeing... There is nothing good that can come of it. You, you can either go, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. Or oh I mean, well, I... whatever. I stopped, so I did good. I guess. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you you feel a lot worse about the about the former than you do feel good about the latter. I yeah. think. Um. So that was the the general way. The show worked. The five categories changed from mm-hmm. uh, from game to game. Yeah. Um, and they would always announce them at the beginning. Um, and then if you won five consecutive games, tell them what they won, Mani. Oh, I don't know. I'm assuming it was Tootsie Rolls? No, it was a car. Oh, yeah. It was a car if you won five games in a row. And not just any car. What car was it? A 1973 Chevy Vega. Fully loaded, I'm sure, though. Oh, fully loaded. Okay. I didn't... I don't know cars to begin with. Same. But I was curious because I... Always. It didn't look... They had a picture of it. It didn't look particularly interesting or good. No, it looks it looks bad, but it's also the 70s, so... Yeah, that, well, that's why I was like... Like a Mercedes looks bad It in got the me 70s. even more curious because I was like, well, is this does this look bad because it's a bad car or is it just because I don't like the body style of 70s cars? Right. I Google 1973 Chevy Vega. The first response, the first result I get, it finishes my sentence. And it was, or it didn't finish the sentence, but the first response was, why was the Chevy Vega so bad? <laughs> that was the autofill for Chevy Vega? That was the... Why was the Chevy Vega so bad? <laughs> That's actually what I get when I Google my name as well. <laughs> why is he so bad? Why is he so bad? And here's the reason why it was so bad. Sections of the car weren't coated and would begin to rust. Is that something you don't want? Yeah, you don't want rust on a car. Got it. And I don't know much about cars. I I established I don't know much about cars. I wasn't sure if rust was (laughs) good or bad. I don't know if rust is good or not. Excessive engine shaking caused oil to leak into the cylinders. That sounds bad. Anything that leaks sounds bad. Correct. Leaks are not good in cars. Unless like, Are they you're good cooking in anything? and you've got a leak in there and you're doing a cooking show in your car and it's called, it's called Car Cooks. I don't know what you just did there. <laughs> I'd like to riff with you, but I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, hard pass on this riff. Thank you. And so wasn't a great, wasn't a great prize. It's a no. bad car. It's, it's like a dangerous a, car. Oh, well, I mean, it didn't seem that hard to win five consecutive shows in a row. But, oh, the other weird thing was... Every five shows you won, like if you won 15 shows in a row, you get three. (laughs) Did you get three Vegas? Yeah, I guess. They didn't know what else to do, I guess. Um, You would, yeah, every five shows in a row. You know what I bet happened? Chevy probably knew this car was bad and they were like, we need to get rid of these. God, please give them away. They they were like, yeah, just give them away every every episode. Yeah, and 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 they're like, like, well, I I don't know. We we, we want people to keep tuning in. We need the drama of, oh, this guy's going for his fifth game. Tune in to see if he wins the car. And Jack Barry was like, look, uh, I can't make this seem shady. Uh, I kind of have a past. (laughs) He had a little bit of a past. With being not cool so speaking speaking of jack barry's past as we said he was kind of the disgraced host of the fixed game show 21 mm-hmm. um and and that was in the late 50s so in the late 60s he came up with this idea for the joker's wild he pitched it around um they did a pilot in like 1968 it was it was quite a bit different he tinkered uh until you know he was able to get people to buy in on it uh eventually cbs bought in on the idea um 
uh, under the guise that Jack Berry is not hosting this show. No, Jack Berry can not. create the show. He can be the producer, but he's not going to host it. No. They went through like six or seven uh, different potential hosts that all either turned them down or got hired onto other game shows yeah. uh, that, that maybe didn't have what, what would be considered the stink of Jack Berry on them at that point. <laughs> it was actually... There, so the last guy they came to before Jack Berry, and they thought that this was a done deal, was they got this guy called Bob Barker to host the Joker's That's Wild. A strong name. Yeah. And uh, and then this other game show uh, called The New Price is Right came along, Ooh. swept up and, and grabbed old, uh, okay. old neuter and spay Bobby over there. <laughs> um, and so eventually there were no uh, other adult males left in the world that hadn't <laughs> yeah. turned this down and Not they said in the entertainment okay jack in the world okay jack you can host the show um but they gave him like a really short term contract the show was going to be again every single day or every weekday yeah um and they only gave him like um a 10 week contract or a 13 week contract or something along those lines and but after the show became successful uh, they they gave him a regular contract and said, "Okay, you're because he's good. Of course, he's good. And Jack Berry is a he's a pro. Great yeah, this, host. This guy he was is a pro. Quick. He never gets thrown off. I mean, in the episode I watched, and I believe it was the first episode, the spinner got stuck. Like the first one locked in, the second one got stuck, and it was going back and forth and back and forth because it." I, they were using like some sort of an actual apparatus that made it right. It was actually, it was an actual spinning thing projector. I mean, they didn't have computers to fake it at this point and it got, they were using those to put people on the moon. (laughs) That was, that was it. That was what computers Uh were for. And he recovered beautifully. He just, he looked like a veteran. He, he was, was. he was a pro. Um, unfortunately he died in the middle of the syndicated run. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, another host had to take over, which was not his choice. He was going to retire at the end of 1984. He had chosen his successor and then he had a heart attack and died in 1984. And his old buddy, Dan Enright, our old buddy, Dan Enright Mm -hmm. was like, you know, I didn't really like that guy anyway. And cast a different guy to be uh, the successor. Now that, now that Jack was out of the picture, kind of a dick move. It's kind of par for the course for Dan Enright. Yeah. You know I mean, you can. it was kind of crazy how quickly these guys bounced back from being ostracized from the community to come back and do this show. This show made them millions of dollars. Yeah. I mean, they, they became millionaires. Speaking of millions, this was also the first show, uh, the first game show on television to advertise a one million dollar prize really yeah I didn't uh, know that. which well first of all it's kind of bullshit it was a, kind of they fudged the numbers a little bit so they advertise it as a million a million dollar game show it was the tournament of champions so you know jeopardy does that a lot still mm-hmm. now like the the great players people who've won a lot of games will come back and compete against each other yeah. in in this tournament i think it was 16 person tournament so obviously you know bracketed two at a time going through this tournament and First prize, what? So it was one million dollars total, all all prizes for everybody, and everybody okay. got some amount of prize money. Okay, all sixteen people. First prize was five hundred thousand, which I mean sounds really great. This was nineteen eighty, I think. So that's you know probably two x, three x in modern dollars, which is really good. But also half of the money for each winner went to charity. So Bull, that's bullshit. So $500,000 went to the people and $500,000 went to charity. 
Which is, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of a a ruse. You don't win a million dollars. It's not a million dollars. They gave out five hundred thousand dollars and then they donated five hundred thousand dollars to charity, charity, which they should be doing anyway. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I they I I want to note that the Joker's Wild is donating at least five hundred thousand dollars a year to yeah. charity. Yeah, because not, they're a part of the, a they're a part of my show. community. Exactly. Um, so the first advertised million dollar prize. I say advertised because. It wasn't like somebody won a million dollars. The most somebody won was 250,000 in actuality. Um, but yeah, they also, so there was a, there was a spinoff, uh, a children's version of the Joker's wild. It was called Joker, Joker, Joker. Uh, did each one have, so Joker had one exclamation point. The second Joker had two exclamation points and the three Joker had three exclamation points. And it was basically the exact same game just with, more exclamation points with more excellent exclamation points uh, and easier questions. Okay. Um, and like everyone's kids are stupider. They are, they are so dumb. Uh, and every once in a while, like their parents would help them spin the wheel or something like that, but they couldn't help them answer questions. They could help them with strategy. Wasn't it just like a lever? Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. Uh, they could help them with strategy, but they could not help them answer the questions. Okay. Um, it ran from 79 to 81 Joker, Joker, Joker. Um, but yeah, that was, that was pretty much the show. It had a revival in 1990. Again, as I mentioned, they changed a bunch of the rules for some reason. Mm -hmm. And that was a bad idea, I guess, because it literally lasted less than one season before it was canceled. Um, so that was, that was kind of a, a bummer for them. Um, and, and another thing was that it featured like a billion uh, announcers. I thought that that was something that stood out as weird to me. Uh-huh. Like all throughout the show, like you're kind of used to, you know, uh, so Johnny Gilbert is the Jeopardy guy. This is Jeopardy. Yeah. Um, and you're kind of, you get used to that voice, the, you know, the same thing with the, uh, what's it, Rod Roddy on Price is Right. He it's comforting. Come on down. Um, trademark It's us. like a blanket for your ears. Um, so yeah, it's comforting. You you get used to it. This the, They had like, seven or eight different announcers throughout the run of this show, which I thought was a little weird. The voice is always changing. Um, you know, like going, this show was going through puberty, uh, (laughs) throughout, throughout its entire run, which, uh, which was a, a traumatizing time for, for me. So I think that made me a little uncomfortable. You know, I was, (sighs) do you still have, um, PTSD, um, post, Traumatic you can't, stress disorder. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. Uh huh. That's what it stands for. And yes, um, yeah, I think I do. Well, like, I was a, uh, I was a late bloomer. Yeah, same. You, you you knew me in high school. I was probably like five foot three when mm-hmm. I started freshman year of high school. Yeah. Um, and I remember like, I so. But remember back when we had landlines with with our families, mm-hmm. and for it, anybody who doesn't know what that is, um, if you were to walk out on your front lawn and there was previous war that had happened there, if you were to step on a certain sensor, no, that's a landmine. Wait, what did you say? Landline. Ah. Okay. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think most people know what landlines are. Right. Yeah. Um, clearly. <laughs> It also has to do with wars um, <laughs> yeah, in, in your front yard, but um, so yeah, we had a, we had a landline. We weren't one of those like fancy people. Some people I knew like their 
the kids had their own landline and the parents like had their room like upstairs like the upstairs of the house would have a different uh, phone number than the downstairs of the house so if you were calling you knew like e- either your friend or or his sister was going to pick up it I wasn't going to be the parents. that existed yeah some people had that it was that was like top technology at the time i don't know it, wow. it seems expensive uh, maybe not i don't know but anyway we didn't have that we just had the one line so if somebody was calling for me if they were calling for my mom my sister my dad mm-hmm. whatever they're calling the same number and any one of us could pick up at any point in time right so i remember and I don't know if you experienced this, but like as a, a younger boy, when I would answer the phone and people would be like, oh, hi, ma'am. Uh, is your husband home or, or things like that? And that just like hurt me. It crushes you. It hurt me as a so boy. You're much. struggling to find yourself. Uh, you know the... I mean, you're just, you're trying so hard to be a man or a boy and you, I mean, you could, you could be, you could have a a week straight of like lifting weights or, which I often did and still do 12 year old. And all it would take is for one of those instances to just bring you straight back. Ma'am. God, just getting called ma'am or like, oh, hi, Diane, Mrs. Baker. Uh, no, I hated that. So I would, I got to a point where I would kind of put on a phone voice okay. like hello uh, like when, <laughs> when you answer the phone okay let's do it right here um uh, hello uh hi uh, i was hoping to speak to the man of the house uh yeah this is um this is him are you can't you tell are, i'm a man are you okay? by my voice okay well now i'm, I'm definitely in a house your man because certainly you were calling yourself a man i'm obviously a man okay well no, we don't want your knickknacks. Goodbye. So, so that was kind of how it went usually. How did they know I was selling knickknacks? <laughs> but, but I and I also remember around. I I don't know. I was probably like thirteen years old, um, and my family went to this restaurant for uh, dinner one day called uh, Down Under Pub and Grub. So over by Stonebriar Mall. Oh my gosh, Mall. I remember like, that place. It's supposed to be an Australian restaurant, but I don't. It, it wasn't. It's like like Outback is an Australian restaurant. Um, Why would you make a face at that? What? Why would you make a face at that? I wasn't. I I love Outback. Name one other Australian place that we have. I can't. That's right. Okay, I'm sorry. So by default, it is Australian. It is okay. You're right. Outback and Down Under Pub and Grub, uh, <laughs> the two best Australian places I've ever eaten. But um, I remember being there, and I wanted something that was off the lunch menu. But again, I was there for dinner. Okay. Um, but then, you know, they'll still list the lunch you menu had on a, there. A, you had a tiny baby boy physique and you didn't want to, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't eat the whole chicken fried steak. I needed yeah. the half chicken fried steak. Right. Um, so I remember the waitress came around and I said, uh, can you order the, uh, lunch menu for dinner? And I, I said it in a voice similar to that mm-hmm. again. I was like 13 years old. Yeah. And I remember the reaction from my family was just one of abject mockery. <laughs> um, and oh, man. what 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 was that voice? What are you doing? My parents just giving me shit, and I mean for years. Like <laughs> if I go to a twenty years later, if I go to a restaurant with my family. They'll be like, oh, so you're not going to do order voice today? Oh, That's what they call it, order voice. 
It was humiliating. Is your family a frat? Basically, Did you grow up in a frat? they haze the shit out of me nonstop. <laughs> it is it's intense, but yeah. So so the, I, I I accidentally used my phone voice at the restaurant, and I was met with ridicule that yeah. continues to this day. Wow. That's so, tough. That's gonna be tough for you. I I can relate to the Joker's Wild with this whole voice changing situation and how yeah. difficult it is. Yeah. How tough it is. I, yeah. I man, high school as as a late bloomer is it's tough. I also I also remember like getting uh you know around you know 15 16 years old mm-hmm. when you get in relationships with the fairer sex and mm-hmm. things start to get physical on some level. Mm-hmm. I remember like consciously like having the thought of like oh I can't let her put her hands down my pants because I don't have enough pubes and that'll be embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) I remember remember being like, I need more pubes before I can let a girl touch my penis because she's going to realize there's not enough pubes there. It's so funny how your, your world is so small when you're a child like that because pubes are so important to you at that point. Oh, yeah. So you're like, well, obviously they're just as important yeah all all this girl is thinking about right now is what my pubic region is like (laughs) how it's styled i was gonna go down and i did and it was great for a little bit not a single pube yeah ripped my hand back up slapped him in the face and walked out these were the biggest concerns people calling me ma'am on the phone (laughs) and how many pubes i had right uh, that's, that's what you deal with as, as a, which I think is important to remember and hold with you because it's so easy to lose how you thought and how you felt as you grow up. And I think if kids ever come into play, that is knowledge you need to know that is on the table for them. That's fair. That's true. I'll, and trust me, I'll never forget so any here, of these things. Okay. So sit me down. I'll be your kid. And okay. I want you to gently ease me into the process that I don't need to worry about not having pubes. Okay. 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 Hey son. Yeah, dad. What's that? What's that voice you're doing there? Oh, sorry, dad. I was uh, nothing. I'm I'm good. What's up? Okay. Hey, listen, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not judging. I was, I was 13 years old too. At one point. Okay. I know, I know what you're going through right now. Yeah. I know you're probably worried about the hair growth down there. No, um, no, not wait down. The, so you're not talking about like armpit hair? No, like around your your penis. Oh my god, Dad! What? I just want to let you know that girls don't care about your pubes. They don't. Everybody's got a different amount of pubes that come in at a different time. Does, do you have pubes? I've got way too many pubes now. Does mom have pubes? I don't let her. <laughs> Look at it. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, good talk, dad. Thanks. Um, I, I listen. I love you. I love you, bud. I love you too, dad. Don't do that weird voice again, though. I will make fun of you for the rest of your life. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. I mean, so that's pretty much what it's like. Mm-hmm. And the kids need to know. Um, yeah, so great Joker's Wild talk. Um, the Joker's Wild, uh, like we said, it had a very 
uh, failure of a revival in 1990. It has had a, a probably more successful revival mm-hmm. in recent years, uh, starting in what, 2017, did we say? 2017, for two seasons it ran. Uh, it had a, a new host. I mean, Jack Berry was has been dead for yeah. over 20 years. And they that, tried to get his ghost, but he was like too expensive. He, he was busy. He had, he had some other, he was doing the present. He was right rigging heaven. heaven. Um, so they got Snoop Dogg, the mm-hmm. Snoop D O double G D O double G to host the revived, the Joker's wild on TBS. And then yeah, it later so. switched to TNT, I think. Yeah. Um, because it, TBS is very funny. Uh, TNT is we know drama. They thought it was more drama than uh, funny. Which I agree. Game shows it's a dramatic are show. definitely going to be more drama than... So so we got Snoop uh, to host this 2017 revival. We did. And I went into this and it took me... You know, I'm still not sure if I love it or if I hate it. Yeah. It is one of those shows where it is, first of all, it's ridiculous. Absurd. If you know Snoop Dogg, you know probably two sides of him if you're our age. One side is a rapper who would talk about gang banging. Um, yeah. Drugs. Killing bitches, hoes were on a constant loop throughout each song, essentially. And now he's in his little burgundy tux and he's talking about spit. Hey, yo, spin the wheel. I'm yeah. not going to do that voice. That was, that was bad. Thank but, you. Um, and probably highly offensive right, to our Asian listeners. Um, my favorite thing that he does is because this, this it feels very different from a typical game show. Aside from the fact that it's just hosted by Snoop Dogg, the, the audience is much different. It's much more of like a... A nightclub feeling it, it environment. They're like all sitting were, at small cocktail tables. Yeah. If you were doing a stand-up show or go went to a stand-up show, this is exactly how it would be set up. Exactly, and and the the type of people in the audience aren't the type of people that you see in the Jeopardy audience or the Price right. Is Right on. You know, it was younger, cool-looking, yeah. fashionable people right. with their it was drinks. Like, Snoop Dogg walks on stage with some uh a drink some drink in his hand he has every a time. legit like bourbon yeah he's got on a crushed velvet burgundy and that looked dope it was awesome no i no joke i he want that jacket like really badly sweet suit um and my favorite thing that he does is when he's explaining the game show to the two contestants mm-hmm. at the beginning mm-hmm. uh, he says some variation of i think like every episode i saw he says some variation of check out my big ass slot machine <laughs> Check out my big ass slot machine, which is about the coolest thing you can ever say to another human being, I think. Um, And so this one, it's formatted a little bit differently. I mean, the the general premise is the same. I think there are only four categories instead of five in this one, but there are rounds in this one. So there are three rounds that the contestants compete. uh, And it starts with the money values being one, two, and 300. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it doubles for the second round yeah. and triples for the third round. Yeah. And each round, each person gets two spins and two questions. Um, again, the if you get triple jokers, uh, I don't think you win on this one, but you get like a thousand dollar. It was bonus a thousand if if you get the triple jokers. Uh, and then it's just whoever has the most money at the end of three rounds um, is the winner 
rather than the uh, first to five hundred dollars. Yeah. And the scores are generally much higher than five hundred dollars yeah. in this version. Obviously, you then the winner advances to the beat the devil round. Be, they thank God they kept the beat the devil. Obviously, um, and this time you have to get to ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, and if you do, you win fifty thousand dollars, which is a weird structure i don't know why they didn't just make the numbers bigger so that you had to get to fifty thousand. but if you get to the ten thousand, you win fifty thousand. um so that's pretty much the same setup there's there's also a lot more celebrity interaction Mm -hmm. in this one i mean they've had a couple celebrity episodes i believe yeah there are a lot of the questions they've got video clues video technology came into play in this one yeah there was a lot of uh oh this is what we were talking about before soul train yeah there was a soul train category but spelled s-o-l-e right like the shoe Uh uh-huh like the bottom so i'm thinking shoe related questions sure and it was um michael strahan Mm -hmm. who was a producer or he was he was one of the producers of the show yeah yeah and so it was him asking questions while kind of doing the soul train dance down uh I don't know, imaginary aisle towards yeah. the camera with a giant fish mm-hmm. wriggling around yeah. next to Not him. Not even wriggling. It was like a, a 2D picture and it would just kind of slide back and forth. Okay, fair. Um, and then he would say like, what fish is this? Yeah, he would do a dance for about five seconds. Uh-huh. No words. Is what this a carp? Is this, is this a tuna? <laughs> and first of all, I don't know what that ha- is. Soul is there another term for soul that has something to do with fish or something? Because I don't think so. I was absolutely lost trying to figure out what Soul Train has to do with name that fish. Because right. the category should have been name that fish because that's what it was. The category should have not been name that fish because that is a terrible category. But that's what it was. So name that fish uh, is a category called Soul Train, spelled S-O-L-E. Mm-hmm. Um, there were other categories. There were Cheech and Chong seemed to be involved in multiple episodes. <laughs> yeah. Adam Devine was Adam involved. Devine, Aubrey Plaza was involved as a contestant on a special one mm-hmm. and as a clue giver oh, type I of person. Oh, I didn't know. That. I, I just saw the one where she was playing for charity yeah. as a contestant. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was... There were, there was a, there was a lot more going on in this one. There was no uh, there was no stealing in this one. Yeah. It was Oh yeah. Um if you missed the question that's just it. That's the next person's role now. Yeah. Uh, they didn't get the chance to steal that dollar value from you. Um and then the other little wrench that got thrown in here was in round 3 you could defer the question to the other person. So if they ask you a question and you're like, "Oh shit, I don't know." You can be like, "Okay, right, I'm going to turn it over to them and if they get it right they get the money but if they miss it you get the money oh wait if they miss it you if get they the miss money? it you get the money dang yeah so it was kind of like uh betting against the other person you were trying to do um so that was that was kind of one of the one of the interesting little wrinkles that they threw in there so you have to gauge how well does this person know fish yeah, I mean, every question, just to be clear, every question on this show is about fish. This is a <laughs> yeah. fishing-centric show. This was on the Fishing Network <laughs> yeah. um, in syndication. Mm-hmm. But um, Snoop is just so cool. D-O-double-G. Um, that was the one thing, like, he might be the coolest game show host ever. Really I mean, he, he, was very, he was very cool about the whole think, thing. You would think he's too... 
chill for a game show, which is usually upbeat and fast and loud and flashy. And it still was flashy. It still had the, you know, the big wheel spinning. That was a nice little, you know, uh, tension builder. But he, I think his personality was so opposite. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah. But it was a big-ass slot machine. I'm so sorry. If the you could use the proper terminology. Big a big-ass slot, slot machine. machine. Was great. And, yeah, yeah but Snoop was Snoop very... sipping on some cognac or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Just being cool it was awesome um and then i don't know if you saw this but in the lead up to this premiering Mm -hmm. tbs did a six-part docu-series about snoop dogg's transition into a game show host so the dying of his career essentially more or less yeah you know martha stewart and the joker's wild um (laughs) so they did a six-part docu-series it came out every uh friday at what, t- what time do you think it came out? Friday? Friday, yeah. Pretty bad day for TV. This is a show about uh, Snoop Dogg. What time do you think it came out? 2 p.m. No, no, no. 11.30? You're really bad at this. This is a show, <laughs> this is a show about Snoop Dogg. It came out on YouTube, by the way. Okay. So it doesn't have to be a 30 or a, or a zero. I don't know. Okay, it came out at 4.20 every Friday. <laughs> oh, damn it. Of course. Um, and 4.20 was one of the number choices or dollar amounts for the big ass slot machine at the very end the third yeah beat the devil yeah and oh and they threw jokers on there which were worth a thousand or two thousand yeah. or something like that also um before we go any further i just want to say real quick i remembered okay when i say joker what do you think of oh like a like a court jester a guy with the with the hat on sure uh let's let's let me hone you in even closer okay. though um because that's that's great okay thank uh, you um in a casino setting, when you hear Joker, what do you think of? Uh, cards. Yes. Me too. Why is a Joker the thing on a slot machine? You know what's on a slot machine? Bar. Okay. You're, bar, bar, bar. You're asking the, the questions that nobody has an answer to right now. Because that's a great question. And I think in, in a casino setting... I wouldn't be surprised to see a slot machine with a Joker on it or because there are a lot of themed slot yeah. machines. Yeah. they like the Britney Spears slot machines. Yeah. Um, that's, that's one the of, only one. I'm sure Dolly Parton that's has the, that's slot the only machines. one I've seen actually. The only slot machines I've ever seen are female singers. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's some really good ones though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it is a little weird that the Joker's wild has absolutely nothing to do with a deck of cards. Now that you mention it, it's just never, that never even crossed my mind. Cause there are card games where the Joker is a wild card. That's true. In the card game. That is true. You're correct. I don't know. I okay, don't know. The answer. I just didn't understand it. All right. Well, Jack Berry, I hope you, I hope you're thinking about this in heaven or hell. Uh, probably. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's, guy, I don't know so if he's facing heaven. the devil. Yeah. Um, there was a little bit of, yeah. I mean, the devil's involved in this, so maybe he had sold his... He's a millionaire. Maybe he sold his soul to the devil to become a millionaire, and the, and the devil's like, okay, okay, all right, get this. Okay. You know big-ass slot machines? Um, <laughs> Jeffrey's of, like... Of course. Of course. Uh, okay. All right. You spin it. Mm-hmm. Put the Joker in there. The Joker. Wait, the Joker from the deck of cards? Yes. It is now... It's in the slot machine. It's not in the deck of cards? Correct. Okay. Go on. I'm following. It's wild. All right. 
the Joker's Wild. And get this, last last, uh, last round. It's going to be three rounds. Last round, you got to be me, the devil. What All do right, you think? That sounds, hey, Jack, that what sounds do you think? great. You look stunned. What do you think? I'm going to go talk to CBS right now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that uh, that's pretty much the Joker's Wild, where it is right now. I don't know if Snoop's going to grace us with any uh, future episodes. I, I hope so. Uh, because it was fun. It, it was, was a pretty fun show. I still don't like it very much, but it was it was we, it was something. It was it was fun to a spectacle. Yeah, I guess I think what we talked about in an early episode comes into play. The stakes are so low with the dollar amounts. Fifty thousand though. I mean, I didn't. I guess I didn't see any. I the one I saw it was Wiz Khalifa and Aubrey Plaza, and they were playing for charity. So I was like, I don't give a fuck. Uh, we've established that you despise charity. <laughs> I just don't look. It's great, but if I can't put myself in that position to mentally feel like I'm winning that show, okay. All right. I mean, fair enough. And if I'm not benefiting in my daydreams, I don't care. All right. Never mind. Snoop, stick to Martha Stewart. Um, <laughs> you're out. Um, all right. We are going to introduce a new a new segment. We are today on the episode that is called the lightning, lightning round. round it's a lightning round and i've got a question for you now yeah so you know lightning i do the, I've the seen force it and of, i've heard it the force of nature mm-hmm. okay so interesting you said you've heard it that's that's where i'm oh, that's wait. what i'm getting at here so yeah i think i've heard it thunder right you've heard thunder yeah so light lightning and thunder always happen at the same time right the like same lightning, exact time Lightning causes thunder, as I understand it. Okay. Like lightning happens and it makes a big noise that is thunder. Okay. Is there anything else in the world that for some reason has a different name, whether you're looking at it or hearing it? Like if you think about like splashing waves, you see a splashing wave, you hear a splashing wave. Yeah. You see lightning, you hear thunder. Aren't they the same thing? Isn't that just the sound of lightning? Why is it the sound of thunder? Well, I don't know. But I when I, when you said lightning and thunder, I think thunder as like a a, a roll, a slow, deep like roll. Like a, but isn't but isn't that caused by like just like the lightning sounds bouncing off of mountains and buildings? Is and it? Stuff? I don't know. Because when I think lightning, the sound of lightning, I think the the crack, the, right. the hard crack. Well, what I always heard was like, and I believe this to be true from a science perspective, yeah, was that the closer the lightning and the thunder are to each other, the closer it is to you. Yeah, the storm because is the to you. because the light you, travels faster than the, sound. You hear the um, the lightning, and then it's. One Mississippi, right? And that's how many two, miles away it is, or something yeah, like that, right? That's, that's what I do when I hear it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, based on that, we're saying that the thunder is the side effect of the lightning, right? I guess. I don't know. It's weird. Dude, pass that blunt. It's weird. I'm sorry, man. These are the these are the <laughs> things that keep me up at night. Um, anyway, we're going to go into the lightning round now. Lightning um, round. You explain it because you're asking the questions and I'm trying sure. to answer them, I guess. Yes, correct. Uh, Baker has not heard the questions before this. He has not read them. He doesn't know what's going on. What we're going to do is I'm going to tell you a quote. It's going to be a sentence or one word or maybe a couple sentences. And you're going to tell me if this was a lyric from a Snoop Dogg song. Well, I know all the lyrics to all the Snoop Dogg songs. Right. So I think I'm going to do oh, one. Damn, why did I do it this way? If you know, that's stupid. Or 
is it a quote from an episode of the Joker's Wild? Well, I've memorized every episode, so. Okay, well, you know what? Fuck this round, then. Let's do something else. <laughs> All right. You know what? Let's, for the people, for the listeners at mm-hmm. home. Listener. Single. For the listener at home, why don't we go ahead and go through this anyway? Okay, cool. So I'm going to read this to you. You tell me. Uh, oh, oh, this is actually called Game Dog or Gangsta Dog. Game Dog or Gangsta Dog. So okay. you're going to tell me, is this a Game Dog or a Gangsta Dog? Okay. Remix. See, I mean, logically, I would think that that is a gangster dog, but because you included it in here, I'm going to go with Game Dog. It's a trick question. Game Dog. You're right. Game Dog. Yes. Joker's Wild Season 2, Episode 5. Okay. It happens all the time, so brother, don't be amazed. That sounds like Gangsta Dog. That sounds like a lyric. Yes, you're right. Song is Vapors. The album was The Dog Father. Of course. I know you're going to love what you're about to see. C leads me to believe Game Show, so Game Dog. Wrong. Damn, this is Gangsta Dog. Song is I Believe in You. The album was Paid the Cost to Be the Boss. He did. He did. Next. Today is a truly special day in a real way. That's got to be Game Dog. It's got to be a special episode or something. Game Dog, uh, season two, episode five. Okay. Same as the last one. So you watched that one episode? Correct. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I feel like you shouldn't have clarified at that point, so it makes it seem like you did more research. (laughs) Just don't share that information. But go on. Uh, Okay, next one. Now let me break it down to y'all real quick. That's a that's a gangsta dog for sure. Game dog. Son of a season two episode five. Check out my big ass slot machine. Is that gonna be in there? Because I know that one. Check out my big ass slot machine. <laughs> oh man, uh, it is not in there. Damn. Okay. At the barber shop, folks always are talking about hair and hip hop. See, because that could be a category in the show. There's a. But I'm gonna go with gangsta dog. Game Dog, season two, episode five. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. The hoe gonna slip away and get away with all your cash. I really hope it's Gangsta Dog. I gotta go with Gangsta Dog. It's Gangsta Dog. It's gangsta dog. <laughs> yeah, I hope didn't say that about a contestant on this show. <laughs> I don't gonna slip away and get away with all your cash. Oh, was, the song is groupy. The album is The Dog Father. Okay. We got one more. Okay. It's for all the marbles. Now break yourself, motherfucker, for you make me. Take the 21 to another level. I come up with your ends. You go down with the devil. No rope. <laughs> now rope through the... <laughs> now roam through the depths of hell where the rest of your bust-ass homeboys dwell. I mean, I've got to go with Gangsta Dog for this one. No, it was the devil. Uh, it was the devil. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it was Damn it. Was this season two, episode two, episode five? five? <laughs> Yeah, they had the there was bleeps, but he said, it. Right, "Hey, fair enough." He said shit a lot, and it was uncensored. Really? Uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Okay, that was serial killer from the album Doggy. Style. Of course. So harder than you thought, right? That was a struggle when I first because wrote he him, speaks like he raps, really, in many ways. And I also read them in the most white voice I could conjure you up. Did, you did. You sounded way whiter than I usual. Know. I thought. But I, I, when I first wrote that, the bit was going to be, clearly these are rap songs. And then you realized that it was a, a struggle? Yeah. And so 
Well, no, I just, I was like, that's, that's funny for the first one, but then it's the same thing back and forth. And Jonda was like, well, maybe I'm glad you workshop sounds like before we put it on the show. <laughs> and by a little bit, I mean a little bit. Yeah, I know. Season two, episode five. All right. Well, there you have it, guys. Um, that's the Joker's Wild. Started out with uh, Jack Barry on CBS, mm-hmm. went into syndication, had a failed revival, and then a, a more recent revival hosted by the D-O-double-G, D-O-double-G. himself, the dog father, <laughs> the artist formerly for a short period of time known as Snoop Lion. Yes. Uh, Snoop Dogg, um, who, who's just maybe the coolest game show host since uh, that R- we've, Richard Dawson. For sure that we've that done we've on this show. Sure, yeah. Um, all right, that is the Joker's Wild. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week. See ya.